Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. It's not a matter of if you're going to get the flu or a virus. It's a matter of when knowing these seven things in a time of a crisis when you don't normally default to them might just be the difference of getting through without missing as much work, activities, staying out of the hospital and avoiding toxic medications, viruses, colds, flus, top seven. You need to know these. It's not intuitive to just default to these seven sometimes when we're in the middle of sickness, we want to do anything we can to feel better, but making a bad choice might be putting something super toxic into your body like a drug or an unnecessary antibiotic, which can have long-term implications on your cancer risk. So make sure we nail these seven. We've got to stay hydrated. It is just so underrated. Diarrhea, fevers, vomiting, these all cause massive water loss. We've got to put that back in and then some, and we need to use electrolytes, okay? When we are trying to rehydrate our bodies after a virus or after being sick, using salts, magnesium, sodium, potassium, chloride to drive the water back into the cells and get it properly balanced is extremely important. So drink a lot of water, half your body weight in ounces at least, tea would count, broth would count, and add in more salt. You can add salt into your broth. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. You could add in an electrolyte powder. There's one link below and put the electrolytes back in to energize the cells and be able to balance the fluids back out. Water, 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 water. Use the minerals with it. Number six, get an extra one to three hours of sleep. That means you're skipping a morning routine, a workout, whatever it may be. You're sleeping and you're pushing back the clock as far as you possibly can. And that's sometimes tough. If you have a family or have a job, you got to get up early for. At the end of the day, you got to cut off the devices. You got to turn the TV off. You gotta, you gotta unplug some things, turn off your internet and get to sleep way earlier, eight o'clock, 8.30, nine o'clock, whatever would way early would be for you. You have to commit to that extra one to three hours of sleep. When your body is shut down, it is not processing foods or minimally processing them. It's not you know firing your muscles and running your brain. It is focused on healing you, getting whatever invader is inside of you out of you. That's why your body makes you tired and you need to listen to it and lean into it. I Ideally, we would do that before we ever get sick, but sickness is a way of slowing us down to get extra rest. One to three hours of extra sleep per day is absolutely crucial. Early in the infection is when this is most important because if you don't do it, it's gonna make you do it. And then you end up being in bed all day long. Get the extra sleep now. Number five, let's talk bone broth. There's a reason grandma, Grandma Hogan for me, used to make the chicken noodle soup, right? That's why it's associated with colds, flus, and sicknesses because that was the go-to back in the day of making broth. Now, avoid the noodles because you're just getting extra carbohydrates in and you don't need that during a cold or flu problem. But with the broth itself, it has a ton of beneficial properties, especially for your immune system. It's loaded with collagen, which is gonna help seal your gut up. It's gonna help restore the lining of the gut, which is your main fighter. 80% of your immune system is in your gut. And by putting in more collagen, L-glutamine, and the nutrients that are very gut-friendly that are all found in bone broth, you are getting grandma's old remedy, right? And without all of the extras that Campbell's soup does today. That is not broth, just buying broth in the store or just getting a can of it. Not the same. Make your own or get true bone 
broth. The gut help, very important. Now, there's a recipe for this in the description. Um, I put in how you can make this at home. You use a crock pot. You're seeping the collagen and the nutrients out of the bones and putting it into that liquid. You can add in all kinds of spices. You can put in some vegetables, have some fun with it. Or you can buy an actual bone broth. It can be a little more pricey at the store, but that's what's going to protect and still get you some of the nutrients. Nothing beats making it yourself though. Okay. Now, when you're drinking that nice warm cup of bone broth and it's helping you feel better because you don't feel like eating that much, but oh, that's kind of soothing and warm. That's loosening up the sinuses, loosening up the congestion. It's full of the minerals. So add some extra sea salt to it, right? Mine's a clicker. Yours might be like this. Add some extra sea salt to it to get some extra salt in for that extra magnesium and potassium and sodium and chloride, which your body needs more of to keep it balanced. See point number seven that we talked about having proper water in the body. L-glutamine also involved there. So a nice cup of bone broth. You can be sipping off that all week. What you don't drink, you can store in the fridge and then easily reheat it on the stove. Keep it out of the microwave because you'll kill the nutrients. Number four. Zinc, crazy important. It stops viral replication. Need I say more? Zinc stops viral replication. That's crazy good. Now, it needs a friend to do it. That's called a zinc ionophore. A zinc ionophore is like a bus to get you across the border, right? There's border patrol outside the, the cells, and you need to be able to get a chaperone across to get zinc through the border. It needs ion an ionophore. That ionophore is quercetin, vitamin P. Quercetin with zinc, powerful combo. Once zinc's in that cell, it's going to stop some viral replication, which is going to slow down this cold flu congestion cough to turn it into a full-blown thing that's got you bedridden or hospitalized. So zinc is very important to be loading up on before you ever get to that point during cold and flu season, but especially right when it starts. We want to be getting anywhere between 25 and 50 milligrams per day at that point. On a daily basis, I'm normally taking around 10 to 20. I think that is plenty. There's no need to be at 40 or 50 every single day, but we need that in. Now you can get it from foods, cashews, great source, five to six milligrams per serving. Beans, my favorite bean, black beans, also a good source of magnesium. Oysters, off the charts, they have 40, 50 per serving, but maybe you're not going to be eating a lot of oysters. Meat does have some as well. It stops viral replication. I recommend taking zinc with quercetin, bioflavonoids, citrus fruits. Uh, they're high, quercetin is high in onions. Those are some ways that you can get it in or supplement with it. Number three, teas. There's all kinds of great teas to really help you out when it comes to just feeling crummy, under the weather, sore throat, coffee, achy. Here's some of my favorites. My favorite one to make is a turmeric ginger. Mixing the two of those together, ooh, it's kind of got a good little tang, little zip to it. Turmeric's very anti-inflammatory, which you're gonna need a lot of during colder flus. Ginger can be added in, also anti-inflammatory. Ginger is very soothing on the throat and it settles a nauseous stomach. So you can make those individually or you can combine them together. You can shave your own roots of turmeric and ginger and steep that into a cup of tea or you can buy a package of turmeric or ginger. Make sure that the bags you get the tea in aren't bleached. You don't need more chemicals going on right now, non-bleached bags. Now, another one that you might not be aware of is star anise. Star anise. Star anise is a seed pod from a shrub commonly in uh, Asia. And this seed pod shrub, get this, is how they came up with the concept of Tamiflu. They literally studied star anise, found, wow, this thing actually helps prevent flus, recover from flus. And they're like, what is the ingredient in that? And then they extracted that out, patented it, turned it into Tamiflu so they could charge you an arm and a leg for it and bill your insurance. Or you could just take the real stuff, which doesn't have 
all the side effects and the nastiness to it. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. And you could just use star anise as a tea. You could combine that with turmeric ginger. I haven't had it myself, so I don't exactly know what it tastes like to what you should mix it with, but you could always make tea taste better by adding some raw local honey to it, all right? Now, this would be good during this period of time, whether it's the star anise, the turmeric, or the ginger, because it's gonna give it some sweetness. And if it's raw and local, you're getting the full nutrient benefit, which is antimicrobial, antihistamine effects of a honey. It's very soothing, and honey itself has been studied and just compared to a cough medicine. And honey equates, like it does the same effect as a cough medicine, except the cough medicine comes with a black box warning, because if you take too much of it, you might drug yourself out and it's dangerous for children, or you could just use honey. That's incredible. So it's a very good antiviral. Add some honey in there as well with the teas. Number two a nebulizer. Having one of these on hand could be the difference maker of unclogging you, decongesting you, getting your throat open back up, get you breathing, get you back to work, keep you out of the hospital. Now, I didn't have one of these until recently during, you know, for the pandemic period, but we have a nebulizer now. And basically it's just like a little mask goes over your mouth and nose and you're just breathing in steamed air. So it's just a little unit that will steam it. Now, the key here is adding a little bit to the water. And certainly you could just do water and vapor and steam is very good for opening up de a congestion and, you know, kind of the the pressure in your head or in your throat. But my tip is to add some vitamin C powder to the water, mix it up, nebulize the vitamin C. Getting that in there really makes a big difference from a viral perspective, especially for the upper respiratory tract. You could also add in silver serum, which is a form of colloidal silver and nebulize that. Really good for viruses and microbial infections, especially in the throat, lungs, or the respiratory cavities. So high-dose vitamin C, a silver serum might be good. Now, with the high-dose vitamin C, I'll put a link for that below. It has care Carcetin in it as well. So now you're getting that carcetin that you need with the zinc. So these are some of the important supplements to be working in. You can get them from foods, you can get them from supplementation, but when it comes to nebulizing, you can try it straight up with water, right? Or add in a silver serum, which is a patented colloidal silver, or add in high dose vitamin C with some carcetin. That's going to give you some extra when it comes to it. And then number one, to be cranking up, getting in, especially during the winter time, to prevent colds and flus, to prevent viruses, to recover from viruses, to stop viral replication, a solid vitamin D complex. Can't be D2, needs to be D3. The sun goes away. We've got to start supplementing with it. Now, what is shown with the research? I have several videos on this that you can check out. Um, stop taking vitamin D2. That's a video that I've made several times. D3 is super important and it's got to be taken with vitamin K2 to prevent arterial calcification. It needs to be taken with magnesium to prevent depletion of magnesium because magnesium converts the vitamin D so it can be used in your immune system. And zinc will help the absorption of the vitamin D. So I just put the zinc right in the vitamin D3 of mine uh, so it can get that all in together. And remember, zinc stops viral replication. Then vitamin D also needs fat-soluble supplements. It's brothers and sisters. Vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K2, vitamin A. Those are fat-soluble vitamins. So they work with absorption of vitamin D3. And then they need fat. So take it with an omega turmeric to keep inflammation down. Uh, take it with uh, you know a Dr. Living Good coffee with some coconut oil and some butter and coffee and collagen all together. So, or take it with your bone broth, right? So these are good ways to be able to take these in and get them absorbed better. Top seven. Now, if you're hacking a lot, coughing a lot, you need some remedies and don't want to be taking the toxic Robitussin or the syrup, I want to give you some remedies that actually work at suppressing a cough. I made a video on it. It's right here. Check out the resources below. I also put a guide below for you for a complete virus guide that sums up a lot of what I just talked about there and gives you some samples. Also an entire workshop breaking down all things immune health. That link is down there below for you as well. Keep bringing you the resources. Check out this next video on coffee. <coughs>
Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.